your birthday. We gon' sip a cardin like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck it's not your birthday. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Mama, I got what you need if you need to fill the bars. I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug, you're in the getting rough. You can find me in the club. Hey there, gentlemen. Happy birthday, Mr. Dolan. Hey, thank you. Man, how about this game? I don't know if uh, you having a good birthday. Oh, birthday is all right, but the this football game's not going to probably. No, this isn't looking too great. How many uh, does Derrick Henry have right now? Uh, ten points. Not bad. Although... Almost as much as the Colts D. Yeah, that's kind of my issue. I got two players that have about the same as Tommy's 12 points from his defense. So, oh, well, that's all right. You know, if Tommy cared about your birthday at all, you'd think he'd bench some people this week. Yeah. Uh, I just remember, I'm pretty sure Tommy has the same birthday as Katy Perry. And uh, I don't know. I used to love Katy Perry. So I used to like her more than Tommy, but maybe those days are over. She got weird. So did Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> well, fellas, uh, looks like it's going to be a big week, and uh, I think a lot of the league isn't going to like it because I start thinking a few people start breaking away, um, you included. Well, this is certainly moving week. We are coming down to the end of the regular fantasy football season. Right? We play a 12-week season here, and we are currently on week 10. So we're really coming down to the wire. Yeah. So actually, I think anybody could technically get in the playoffs. I mean, it seems ridiculous to think that that could happen. But mathematically, uh, Jake is not eliminated. But Ooh, I uh, love that. I would be willing to wager my house on that bet. And uh, <laughs> as long as there's no collusion, I would win another house. There's not a chance that guy's making it into the playoffs. Damn. High stakes, Gabe. Do you want that bet? You know what? I, I won't take this bet. I, Jake, <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I uh, I respect the hustle of you wheeling and dealing this last week with <laughs> trades, but I, I can't wait to see you puke up some stuff or sit in an IHOP. Yeah, oh, I, man. I don't remember which one he's on. Okay, how about this? I will bet you my house Jake doesn't get in the playoffs. Um, and so if he does, I owe you my house, but if he doesn't, you owe me 20 bucks. That's, that's a pretty, those are pretty, pretty kind odds I'm giving. That's pretty good ROI there. Although I still don't think I would take that. Yeah. No, I'll take that. I'm in on that one. You can Venmo me the $20. (laughs) Yeah. Just your next paycheck. Just put it right to Dolan's account. Uh, All right. Well, let's, uh, let's jump into it. It's, it's the birthday. I just got done with work and a bunch of travel, and uh, I just want to tell you who's going to win and lose and hear what you guys have to say about it. I love it. Let's get right to it, into it. I know you have a packed evening. Uh, we don't need hey, to get into that. But, hey, uh, five minutes in heaven is better than three minutes in heaven. Certainly true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who do we got first? Who's our first matchup of the week? Oh, we were just talking about Tommy and I, so let's do that. Um, prior to kickoff tonight, Tommy was projected to win by one point. Now Tommy is projected to win by, uh, 
about 17 points, 16 points. So, um, really, unless something happens in this game, and it sounds like one of you is watching it in the background, I totally respect that. Um, it, I'm going to be in a pretty good hole with A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry coming together for like 13 points. Like, that sucks. I thought Tennessee was definitely going to beat the Colts. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and so I think Tommy pulls the win. Um, he's If Nick Chubb comes back off of IR, uh, I give it to Tommy. What do you guys think? I mean, you're certainly in a hole. Uh, the one thing I hate, about your team is you've got two yeah i mean you're a seahawks fan (laughs) (laughs) i mean you've got two guys that can easily put up you know 50 plus points between the two of them no problem right so i think that's for me a big concern with any kind of lead um you know so that i think i i still think you have a shot certainly you're behind uh the russell wilson shines um, on Sundays, and he's got a nice NFC West matchup. Yeah, uh, we'll with... again. Yeah, he, he'll show up. What do you think, Gabe? You know, I will second that. It all comes down to Russell and DK. What is the one caveat is every year the Seahawks have to get blown out by the Rams at some point, and this could be that game. So you could possibly lose by quite a bit more. Mm. Damn. I think I've won like seven games in a row. And, you started zero uh, and one. That's right. And you, no, you, I think I, I was one and one. I think I was one and zero, oh, and then I lost to you. Then, so you're the only guy who's beaten me so far. Mm. Well, that's very you know. There's a reason for that. All right, okay. you're the best. Um, <laughs> I have picked up two people. One, Duke Johnson, who you wouldn't trade me a long time ago. You eventually dropped him. He's on my team now. Sounds like uh, this. Because uh, Joe Mixon is just not going to play football ever again. And then, and then I maybe it's just one more guy to sit on my bench forever um, with all my other injured players or free agents. I just picked up Austin Eckler. How about that snag, boys? Wow. He might be back in a few weeks, right around our playoff time. Huh. Who dropped him? Let me tell you. Here comes the shame. Here comes the shame. Um, believe it or not, Dan dropped him. Ooh, that's <laughs> I don't know what to make of it. Um, collusion. Okay. Oh yeah, this actually this looks amazing. <laughs> Dan dropped him yesterday, so the oh, the only gosh. reason I pick him up is because Matthew Barry's like, hey, he could be back in a few weeks because Austin Eckler said to all my fantasy owners, I'm on my way back. So Eckler came out and said it today, and I was like. Who's got Eckler? I wonder if I could trade for him. I was like, oh, snaps. He's a free agent. So I grabbed him. I'm finding out to right now, as we talk, Dan dropped him about 30 hours ago. <laughs> he didn't Dan, even use a waiver pick. That's incredible. Yeah, Dan dropped this guy 24 hours before this guy came out and said, hey, fantasy owners, I'm almost back. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Dan. Dan is trying to lose. Uh, I'm telling you, it's collusion. It is collusion. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, I give now, it to, I give it to Tommy. Let's move on. I'm giving to I'm giving to Tommy as well. And okay. I will third and, that. 
Okay, and that's big for Tommy because then Tommy moves to six and four and is sitting in a pretty comfortable spot to make the playoffs. But let's be clear, I'm rooting for you. Hey, thanks, bud. Yeah, you know, birthday guy and all. Birthday guy. Well, no, you need to- – I'm in the playoffs. You need Tommy to lose to help your chances to get in. Exactly. Yeah, I know where you're at. I know where you're at. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about two guys who are desperate to make it in the playoffs but kind of need to stop losing games. And one of them's going to lose this game. That is Feed Zeke and Injury Report. They're both sitting at four and five. Um, I don't know if you guys have them pulled up, but I I can't believe Alex's team is four and five. I feel like Alex's team is way better than a four and five team. I love it, but uh, they're a four and five team. He is the second highest scorer in the league, besting me by just less than one point. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, when we get down to the end here and our league really bunches up kind of around 500, uh, you need to outscore anyone else or it'll quickly drop you from what fourth place to ninth, right. Or fifth place to ninth. So your points for is huge. Um, and I think you're right. Alex puts up big numbers. Um, but he's on a two game losing streak. He also has our league beat in number of moves with 57. Holy cow. Um, just moving and shaking. Um, ESPN has Alex winning by about nine points. Um, I think it'll be a little closer than that, but I, I, I got to think Alex wins. Could I mean, if Derek wins, maybe he could see the playoffs finally. But I'm rooting for Derek to win here. I mean, he's got Josh Allen, who's kind of become quite the stud over the last few weeks here. Currently the number four QB in the NFL from a fantasy perspective. He has my own guy, Rob Gronkowski, uh, but he also has Melvin Gordon, who's not only an alcoholic, but he's really bad at football. So, <laughs> so that sucks. Uh, and he's got the Steelers defense. It's probably going to... Roy, Joe Burrow, and the rest of the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I don't know, Gabe. Gabe, what do you think, man? What do you think? You're quiet over there. You're watching the game. I am watching the game, but, you know, you guys are hitting it all perfectly. You know, a lot of uh, feed Zeke is based off of Zeke, who cannot be fed this week. Uh, that's a lot of rhyming, but you know what I'm saying. The girlie's out. So it's going to be closer than ESPN makes it out to be, like Matt's already said. Um, I still give it to Zeke by five points, though. Even, okay, a little bit of doubt creeping in. He's got Young Ho Koo on a bye, number one kicker. Todd Gurley, as you said, number five running back. Zeke, number six running back, all on byes. This is the bye week that's going to be hurting hurting him, but we're still going to give it to him, huh? Okay. Well, J.D. McKissick, I mean, he's all over Matt Berry's articles, so Alex must know something. All right, Alex beats Derek, and Alex stays alive in the playoff race. And Derek, uh, it looks pretty bleak, buddy. I'm sorry. I, I feel bad saying it. I do. Dude, Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy. I mean, he, he comes back for one game, has a great fantasy game, and he injured his shoulder. Um, I was talking to your brother-in-law, Michael Helvey, Funny enough, just the other day, um, and that you may know we are very into Madden, and he actually drafted McCaffrey in our Dynasty League, 
And I probably, for the first six seasons he had McCaffrey, he was hurt for at least, you know, eight games in every season. So uh, <laughs> we thought that there's, you know, maybe some bad juju over here on Derek's team with Christian McCaffrey. Derek's just the king of injuries, man. That's the same team name for the last several years. Yeah, he needs to change that yeah, up. Yeah, that's there. negative energy. That's that's on him. Yeah, he needs to get, like, some crystals and things like that. I feel like crystals would solve the problem. It normally does. All kinds of crystals. You know, you know the good ones. <laughs> Got rid of the crabs and the herpes. <laughs> all right, so we're giving this one to Alex. All right. I think we're all in agreement there. Yep. It's tough to bet against him. Okay, next one, I've got you, Gabe, versus Brooks. And if you're looking at ESPN right now, Gabe, you are only a one-point projected uh, victor in this matchup. Um, Gabe, you've got one of the better records in the league. You're currently sitting in fourth place. A win for you really starts to solidify a playoff spot. A win for Brooks keeps him alive. Um, What do you guys think? How's it going to play out? Finish him, Gabe. Finish him. I mean, I, I got to say, pretty ballsy you started Steven Gostowski, the king of shanking field goals this season. What was your thought process there, man? Uh, the, I was just still raging about not having Lutz because people won't trade him or drop him again. So it was one of those <laughs> just like, oh, fuck it. I'm just putting Gostowski. <laughs> <laughs> well, sound logic. Um, you've also got Carson Wentz. So you're rolling him out there against the New York football giants. Um, I saw Carson Wentz on a couple of Matthew Berry love articles this week. Uh, how do you think about his prospects against the giants? Uh, I love it, man. Alshon Jeffries hopping back this week. Uh, Travis Fulgham blowing up Jalen Rager, uh, really, uh, feeling healthy again. So we have weapons coming back. So I'm, I'm feeling confident. And in the meantime, Dalvin Cook has f- – I mean, it's kind of crazy. You have eclipsed my running back as the number one fantasy running back in the league, uh, which is unbelievable. Yeah, well, any, well any thoughts there? Yeah, that's bananas. Uh, I, I just want to remind everybody I got shit for drafting him last year, a little bit this year. Um, just, I know what I'm doing. I know running backs. <laughs> How about this? Gabe's going to win, but it won't be uh, official until Monday Night Football is done. So there'll be that little bit of worry of like, ooh, the the scores are pretty much the same. But uh, Gabe has Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson on Minnesota. They're going to put up a bunch of points, which, you you know, I don't know what the right word is because I'm too tired. While they put up a bunch of points, that's going to hurt Brooks' defense that's playing on Monday night. And so even though Brooks goes into that game with a lead after Kyler Murray and Aaron Jones help him out on Sunday, Gabe finishes Brooks off Monday night. Very kind of you. Thank you. I think you win by more than one point. I think so too. And uh, Brooks picked up former Gronk star Giovanni Bernard. He's um, got quite a nice projected, just over 10 points. I didn't see that he was going to be getting many carries, especially against the Steelers' defense. Um, maybe he knows something I don't, but uh, that seems like a risky play to me. Yeah, there's a good chance that Mixon still comes back on uh, coming back on Sunday, so we'll see how it plays out too. On top of that, 
Um, I, I do want to ask, though, Kyler Murray, man, this guy is unbelievable. A lot of people have kind of compared him to an even shorter uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> um, any thoughts? <laughs> I know. Is that even possible? Any thoughts on this guy, man? He runs a, I believe, the the um, highest scoring offense in the NFL right now. He's a third ranked fantasy quarterback. Uh, he's rostered in not a hundred percent of leagues, which I always think is funny. Like what's wrong with the other 0.3% of leagues? Like what are you guys doing? But uh, this guy's a stud. Um, he could put up some Russell Wilson numbers. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, the dude is a stud and he's also like the size of an Oompa Loompa. So, <laughs> uh, bad respect. It's impressive. And, uh, he, his, something about like, he always has that like headband on. Right. Mm. And it just his face just it makes me laugh. It seems like a face of like a very fun, happy little Oompa Loompa guy. And uh, I'm delighted for him. Yeah, I'd say he turned out to just... be like the cute version of what Zeke would have looked like. There it is. Yeah. Remember, Zeke kind of looks like an Ewok. He Kyler's like a healthier Ewok. He's he's eating a lot. Zeke is not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have we talked about that big tattoo on Zeke's stomach that says "Feed Me"? <laughs> no, I don't even know if I knew that. Oh, I'm, Maybe I'm looking it up on the internet, but I'm pretty sure "Feed Me" tattoo. Just make sure I'm not making something up. Yep, it's right there in his crop top. It says "Feed Me" across his belly button, and you gotta wow. think that is gonna look pretty disgusting in later years of his life. Can't wait till it's just like a giant roll just, sticking uh, out huge, over his yeah, pants. Yeah, huge fat guy's stomach, and on the stomach, it's gonna say "Feed me." That's <laughs> not a big deal with Jerry Jones paying him. When you have enough money, you're attractive either way. Ah, hot because he's rich. All right, you win this one, Gabe. Let's keep it rolling. Um, another game. Uh, this one is to stay alive or realize your season's coming to an end. That is Matt Francisco versus. Dan Apgar, that is the Dan Apgar who no longer is rostering Austin Eckler, as a reminder, um, or Devontae Adams, or other good players that he had at some point. Oh, man. Um, are, are these projections accurate, or has Dan not set up his lineup yet? Nope, you're seeing it right. Oh, shoot. ESPN is projecting Dan to not play football this week. I mean, I can't even name half his team. I don't even know who these people are. Dan is projected to get 87 points. ESPN never projects that low, especially in our league with the extra player. Like, he, Dan's going to get 60 points this week. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Did Dan start the season 4-0? and At least 3-0, and but maybe... No, it was 3-0. and It was 3-0. and so he so he's on a one and four slide. One, one and five. Five soon to be one and six. Holy lord! Yeah, that's getting rough. Well, I don't know what to say. I mean, he's got the quarterback of the future uh, in the NFL. Unfortunately, that doesn't translate too well to the NFFL. Um, but maybe it's someone he keeps next season. I know he likes doing that, keeping quarterbacks. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think he can keep him, though. Traded for him. Sucks to suck. Maybe we just let him, maybe we just let him keep him? Yeah, <laughs> uh, we have that same rule for Jake and kickers. 
There we go. Dan, you can keep Justin Herbert. No questions asked. Yep. Any round you want. Fourth round, he's all <laughs> yours, Dan. <laughs> we'll shake on it. Um, and then Matt DeFrancisco. Um, I'm going to say it. This dude could – he's the one who's outside of the little playoff bubble right now. Um, he's sitting in seventh place. It's not where you want to be. But I think he could make the run at it. He's got Aaron Rodgers, Kareem Hunt – uh, both just playing trash defenses this week. Brandon Cooks is playing against a trash defense. Allen Robinson is playing against a trash defense. I hate to say this, but uh, he's got the Saints defense playing against the Niners, and currently the Niners are starting their second and third strings in every position. Um, Sick. So, and he's got Rodrigo Blankenship with his swim goggles. I think Matt Francisco puts up a crap ton of points. Uh, finds his team sitting at five and five and just needs to pull the two next wins after it. So I say Matt DeFrancisco wins this game by 30 plus points. <laughs> Holy crap. I agree, man. Uh, he's definitely going to run away with this one. My only concern though, is he is starting a lot of guys that only have jobs because the number one running back is hurt. Good point. Right. Yep. Nick Chubb. McCaffrey. I mean, those are, I guess, the two. Yeah, well, it, that's that's pretty big. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's got a bunch of questionables. So maybe I'm getting too ahead of myself, but I think this is that week where he's going to feel alive and like, oh, I, I still got this. I still got this. Dan, on the other hand, uh, I think he made some posts about Oreos today. Dan, you might want to even just eat like 10 Oreos, drink a little bit of milk, and run half a mile. Just start getting ready for it. Yeah, just start practicing. Yeah, really open up that yeah, open up that gut. Like feel how it feels down there, man. You're gonna you need a couple practice runs. Although skip the practice, I'd love to see it all just go down on the very first try. Which just do it live. Would be right around Christmas week. Would be superb. Oof. Okay, no uh, Christmas dinner for him. All right. Uh, hey Vince, we're gonna talk about you and you're playing against Jake. So uh, I guess that wraps nice. up the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, Jake oh. Wolf, you put up 60 points last week. And uh, Vince, and, you put up and week. Me, well, Say that one more time for everybody listening. Yeah. For the people in the back, how many? 60. Six zero points last week. <laughs> That's, that is a low water mark. Yeah, that's as many points as Dan's going to put up this week. But yeah, okay, Jake, <laughs> you got to work something out with Dan because you guys are going to the junk bowl. Um, oh, I think they should do it together. Whatever they have to do, they do it together. <laughs> together, holding hands. Um, yes. So Vince, this is just maybe good timing for you, I think. Uh, you, you've got a good team, right? Like you're in second place in the league. Um, but running into Jake this week is just, that's great news for you, right? You've got, you're going to, it's fantastic. You're going to probably, you're going to stay in second place. I know the points for thing is going to start to play a role, but you will still be in second, maybe third place at the end of this week. And so you're in a great spot, buddy. Um, if you want, we can fill your ego a little bit. Um, Oh, please lay it on well, me just a little bit. To keep it humble, you only have the number two running back. His name is Alvin. 
I know. Uh, you got Sean Watson, who, you know, he picked it up last week, and he's been picking it up for a little while. You've got a great defense, some great running backs. You've got Will Lutz, uh, who, you know, Gabe would love to get. Um, you've got a pretty dang good team going right now. And I kind of I kind of feel like Vince, maybe I'm wrong, but the last few years your team's been lacking. Is that am I right? Oh, you're certainly right. I've really turned the corner here. I, I've been channeling, you know, first season vibes when I had a great regular season, ended up in second place. Uh but you know, I'm just to be honest, I'm just happy I'm over the five hundred mark and I'm nowhere near the junk bowl because that Shit. Sucks. Okay, but how about this? If Jake beats you this week, you're five and five, and you are gonna. Oh. <laughs> I know. I mean, this is a big week, man. I know I'm favored by twenty three. Um, we even did a little deal. I ended up with Ronald Jones. I, I sent Philip Lindsay, go Buffs, over to the Kirsten Garns X. But yeah, you're right. I mean, if I don't win here, I am not going to be feeling good. I'm going to be feeling really, really bad. Yeah, uh, you've got this one though, Gabe. Say something nice about Vince. Make him feel good. Vince, I'm just proud of you, dude. I don't know if you've been doing your shit. What is it, Cialis or whatever? Because last season you climaxed a little bit halfway. Uh, <laughs> your Viagra, I guess. Shit, I don't know. This season you're staying hard, and I'm very proud of you, my man. Yes, let's get Thanks. advertising money. I I heard something. There's like some sort of like wipe you can wipe yourself you'll last even longer dude like let's oh yeah it's like from hymns or or roman or whatever one of those penis companies are let's get them on the podcast because i was looking at our podcast stats and we've made 24 dollars in the last two years that's pretty impressive <laughs> i i think we start getting oh. some penis ads on here we could make a lot more money so when you said you were looking at the podcast, were you looking at our stats or were you on one of these websites in exploring, you know, these wipes? Oh, that's fair. Uh, I heard the wipes ad on part of my take and I was mm-hmm. logged into our Anchor app and showed my wife that this podcast has been listened to 1.2 thousand times. And she's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we've been around for a year and a half. It's a pretty popular podcast. <laughs> A lot of staying power. Yeah. <laughs> this, and so I've tried to do the math. Like, how many of those are us? But then, <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe we've had 20 episodes. Um, that's, like, that's a lot. We're not listening to each episode 50 times as a group. Like, we have over a thousand listens. <laughs> Dude, there are people that listen to our podcast that do not participate in our league on a regular enough basis on a race like they 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 tune in weekly yeah it so okay this number is a little more humbling to our 1000 listens but yeah anchor seemed to suggest there's like 23 regular listeners and i was like the that's 13 more than our league has (laughs) all right a little a couple of demographics we have expanded we are much more international than we used to be 96% 96% of our listeners are from the U.S., then Ireland at 2%, and then all of these are under 1%. We've got Mexico, Jamaica, brand new flag, Philippines, India, Germany, Singapore, France, and the U.K. You know what would send this podcast over the top? Dan, if you could start doing some freaking poems again. I miss the poems. 
And based on our age demographic data, our listeners are between 28 and 34. We even have some listeners in the 45 to 59 range. And I know they would love some nighttime lullabies, Dan. Yep. Also, that's the demographic that has money. Please donate. And Please check donate. out Hymns yeah. by Roman. Wait. And is our that the Only same fans company? page. I have no idea. I'm just throwing those back out regurgitating your content. I'm typing it in right now. Here we go. You're about to get so many ads. We'll drop a link inside. inside. (laughs) Check the comments for our, you know, custom link where we get paid when you click. Just to be super clear, Hims and Roman are two different companies, but there's a comparison of where you should get your erectile dysfunction treatments. I'm not going to click on the link. I don't need Joe Biden to know about my erectile dysfunction. <laughs> uh, but now you've just shared this with 23 other people. So thank you for mm-hmm. that. Five minutes in heaven. Here I come. It's birthday night. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. Podcast was great as always. Looking forward to running it back next week. See you, fellas. Happy birthday, my man. See you. Thanks. Yay! We need to talk about what happened last night. It was Thursday Night Football, and what a game it was. Truly a sight to behold. The Titans were big names to be reckoned with, and they got spanked by Phillip Rivers and the Colts. Even Jacoby Brissett got some action in there. What is going on in Tennessee? Can I just say, I do not like Phillip Rivers. I think that guy is a total jackass. He's a competitor, though, so I have to give him credit for that. He's like the Derek Jeter of football. He has talent, and he talks a lot of trash. Seriously, though, can we talk for a second about the speed of some of those players? Woo-wee! Jeez Louise. I'd want them to go trick-or-treating with Derek in case anyone stole his candy. They could chase those guys down in 4.2 seconds. You just can't lose that candy. I cannot believe how fast some of that action plays. Now let's really talk about what happened out there. A legend, Mr. Steven Goskowski, missed his eighth kick of the season. Eighth! If he didn't already have tenure, he'd be out of a job. Here's how serious kicking is in the NFL. And Anderson hasn't missed in two years. That's a pretty good bet if you say, do you think Gary Anderson will make this field goal? The answer should probably be yes. 39 yards away. And it's not good. This was Gary Anderson's first missed kick in two years, and then he was fired. Now, can you imagine what what must be going through Steven Guskowski's head before the kick? I imagine it's something like, if I miss this, I wonder if I can blame it on COVID. Or eight misses? Jeez, Louise, maybe I should switch to pickleball. And then he trots out there and puts one through the uprights and feels okay about life. And then on the sideline, Goskowski is just begging Ryan Tannenhill. Hey, man, you gotta score a touchdown. No one cares if I miss an extra point, but I can't miss another field goal. I'll give you anything. Do you like cars? Hey, I've got a really cool Hot Wheels collection. And then Ryan would just cut him off and say something like, Good luck, man. And he goes out there with the offense. And then we see that Ryan purposely overthrows a pass, so it brings up fourth down. 
and the field goal unit. Goskowski runs out on the field, glaring at Tannenhill, who's just smirking in his helmet. And then more thoughts are running through his head. Maybe I need to change my shoes. Maybe I need some of those glasses like the Colts Blankenship. Ah, don't worry about it. Tomorrow's Friday, just like all the other kicks you missed. And then the kick is up. And no good. Damn it. Well, I guess I better start packing my bags. At least Tennessee was a little nice for a little while. Maybe I sh- maybe it's time I change my name to Scott Norwood. That's what I imagine going on in the mind of a kicker on the sidelines of a game like that. Aren't you guys glad you don't have to live that kind of life? I mean, who are you compared to at work? Like after an awesome schizophrenic client session, Dan is thinking, yeah, man, I'm a true Oliver Sacks out there. Wish people could have seen me. Or maybe business deals going pro and Gabe is like, I'm the next Warren Buffett and we don't ever get to see that kind of stuff. I wish you guys get all the credit you deserve, but at least you're not fired for missing a kick or eight of them. So until next time, kick them high and kick them deep or don't kick them at all. And here's a little flashback to the moment kicking started to make a difference in the NFL. It is a 47-yard try by Scott Norwood to try to win the game for Buffalo. Lingner will snap it right, will hold it. Norwood will kick it from the right hash mark with eight seconds left and the Giants leading Buffalo 20-19. It's a 47-yard kick for the Bills. Norwood assumes the position. Lingner waits to snap it. We wait. There's a snap. There's a kick. It is up. It is. No good. No one missed. Four seconds left. The Giants have won Super Bowl 25 by the score of 20 to 19.
Cause I'm married for love And it's cool with the phrase Yeah, we're heading to a wedding Gonna party today And I'm gonna be a dad God, everything's great Winter is coming So we'll hang out inside With winter falling down, Rob Look on the bright side Let me hear my stalks Are we doing all right? Bob is dead, we're homeless And I'm crippled for life I'm hungry I'm alone in the middle of the war yeah. I love the cable But I married the troll oh, See, that's what I'm talking about We're having a ball I'm gonna breastfeed Rob Until my breast fall off bit of a problem at the wall. It's... it's a bit nippy, and... THIS FUCKING WHITE WALK Shit's crazy, I'm freezing his ass with thieves and rapists That is where I'm sex, if I can take it back and take it black Shove it up crass and ass, it's too late to staff Let's now be searching out I'm out I'm gonna die burning now for one day There's a wild worm that took me into a cave Got a dress So breast? Yeah, and we had cave Who is that? It's the Targaryen girl! Sound the alarm! She's come to take back the Seven Kingdoms! Well, it's more like Six Kingdoms now. Hide me with the children! You know, since we succeeded. I'm Popeye! You should take the other six. Shut up, John! What up? Weird little shit! I got dragons, bitch. I started out with nothing but a shitty older brother in a Pentos penthouse. I got pimped out to a Dothraki warlord lord with a horde full of slave taking thugs. Fucking like dogs in public. Queen of the savages got three dragon eggs, ate a horse heart, took it down, didn't throw up. Got knocked up, but I mistakenly traded in the fate of the baby and put my hubby in a coma. Welded his ass, built a funeral pile, took the blood magic, which burned the bitch alive. Climbed inside and fried eggs a while. From the ash came a naked ass and three reptiles. Touching my kids, better ask me. I'm the mother of dragons. Yeah, free. Yeah, that's free. You better come at me with more than a manticore if you want to blast me. You got a dirty mouth, yeah, you best sit down before I go to town with some valerian. You about to feel me when I turn and burn this motherfucker to the ground. I'm stormborn, coming out the flames. Kill the masters, free the slaves. From Costa Bravos and Slavers Bay, every bitch cracking whip's gonna know my name. Send a raven to Westeros, cause I'm putting three dragons in a big ass boat. You better tell the usurpers that I'm coming home to take back the realm and the iron throne. You know this means divorce, right? Yeah. 